0: Hello everyone, Sirius from Germany, my name is Judelke Skorboris and I welcome you to this episode of Running and Fabulous, a podcast created to ignite and empower new and amateur runners to hit the road and push themselves to the very next level. Hello, my fabulous listeners. He did it. He did it. Yeah, Loisimos. He did it. He did it. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Dora. I'm talking about Elio Kipchoge. Okay. He took on the Ineos 159 Challenge uh, last weekend in uh, the Vienna Marathon. And he uh, was challenged to run a marathon sub two. This is sub two hours. And he actually did it. OK, he ran 42.2 kilometers in one hour, 59 minutes and 40 seconds. My friend, that is ultra human. It's amazing. OK, it'll be beyond amazing. It's like crazy. All right. That's like ridiculous time. He actually maintained the speed of two minutes and 50 seconds uh, per kilometer for the entire distance. Well, not exactly 250. It, was, it fluctuated between um, 248 and 252 or something like this, but this is the average time that he actually ran the entire distance. Okay. Now, this was not the first time that he actually tried to uh, break the two hour right there was a challenge nike's break two event in 2017 where he was challenged to run 159.59 so one hour 59 minutes and 59 uh, 59 seconds and he actually missed it can you believe by how much he missed it by 26 seconds i mean ah I would like scream to the world like oh my god 26 seconds so he actually missed it by 26 seconds so that's one second per mile that must have hurt really bad but he came back and he came back with a vengeance and he just got it done this time and everybody's like cheering and proud and actually It is a very uh, fortunate time to live as a runner, to live to see uh, this event and see him actually conquer that time, break that barrier, and come up to the finish line shining and excited and full of energy like he had actually energy after running a marathon in under two hours like he was still running around clapping hands <laughs> i mean he was probably on such a high from uh being able to achieve that that i can actually believe that he was uh, pretty energetic but it's just really um inspiring to see him uh break that uh barrier of uh, two hours marathon Now, he holds the world record because he is the greatest marathon runner of all times in the male category. So he actually is the world record holder for running the fastest marathon. He broke his own record of 2.02 and ran Berlin in 2018. He ran Berlin in two hours, one minute, and um, 39 seconds. Okay. Two hours, one minute, and thirty-nine seconds. That is also insane speed. Okay, and I'm actually quite proud to say that I was running the same race, and I was like collecting pixie dust to see, <laughs> to see if he could actually, um, if I can actually absorb some of his energy after running, running with the masses, running with the mortals. After, after he went running. And running marathons is a sport that it's a very, it's a very lonely sport. Okay. You can start a marathon with 50,000 people and you're still running alone. Okay, and it's especially when you're at the elite level, you're really running on your own because you are competing to beat, uh, you know, the other guy or to beat your own previous record or, you know, you're competing. So when you're an elite, you're really running on your own and for yourself and for your own uh, winnings. But this time, this event was actually orchestrated in a way that there were 35 of the best best runners supporting Elliot to come to the finish line and actually achieve breaking the uh, sub two marathon. So there were thirty five pacemakers and they were rotating during the entire during the entire event in order to make sure that Elliot actually kept that pace that he needed to keep the entire time, okay, to keep it um, uh, for for the distance okay so there were 35 of them pacemakers and there were six that were in reserve because they needed to have really fresh legs that could go um, and rotate and keep Elliot actually going you can imagine the the orchestration that went on in there there were um, they were actually running in a V formation so there were two guys at the front behind them uh, there were two other um, two other guys and in the middle there was the captain, and right behind the captain, then there was Elliot, and behind Elliot, then there were two wingmen. So when I look at this uh, from a you know from above, I would say it looks more like a trophy, right? Which is like a V formation, and then Elliot in the middle and two wingmen would would be the feet of the trophies. So it was really amazing. They actually did that in order to reduce the um, the aerodynamic drags that would actually slow down um Elliot to 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 come into the finish line at the at the time that actually was challenged for, so it was really um really exciting and motivating to see that a sport that is such a lonely sport can actually also be performed in a team sport you know like as a team sport and it was really beautiful to see how all of these runners for once like put out their own records and put out their competition and put out everything and just started to run for Elliot. I mean, not just started to run, they actually trained together and run for Elliot. So he actually um, is thankful, and he said it after he finished the marathon, thankful for the team and the support that he got from everybody, because it was really a team effort. And that is something that is not really seen in marathons. So it was really beautiful, absolutely beautiful to to see that event and to be able to live in this time where I could actually experience that. You know, it would have been much nicer to actually hop over to Vienna and see it live. But, um, yeah. <laughs> you can't have everything. I was able to get all the energy from the television. So, and the replays on YouTube. So if you haven't watched it, it's really worth like sitting there and observing all of the um, the techniques and how the the different teams, uh, the supporting teams of Pacemaker actually came in and out, how the captain remained there protecting Elliot from the wind uh, until everybody was in, in position, you know. to It's just like, it was just beautiful. Orchestrated, really a joy, a joy to watch. So hop over to YouTube and, and look for the for the Ineos 159 um, Marathon Challenge. Now, it's worth mentioning that although he did this, this insane time running this marathon, um, it is not recognized as an open marathon. And therefore, this time of 159 did not make it to be uh, the world record time. He is still the holder of the world record time in 201, but this 159 is just a challenge to say and prove that. No human is limited, like he so rightfully said when he was done with the race. So basically, there were three things that were missing in this race in order to make it an official race that could uh, potentially um, have the time recorded as a world record. And the first thing that was missing was competitors. Okay, this was a race for Elliot and just Elliot, and he was doing it on his own. The second thing is like the drinks, right? Like the nutrition. Uh, in this case this was a special event so there were bikers handing the nutrition to Elias so they were handing over his his drink okay his carbohydrates that he needed for energy for for the event and so he was not able he was able to maintain the pace and not slow down at any point not even for a second in order to grab his nutrition so the other thing that he had were pacemakers right so the only people running on the race were him and the pacemakers so because of that then this is not qualified to to record the time as a world record Um, nevertheless 201 is an insane time (laughs) so I'll be hanging on really tight to see who can actually break that record in the male category and uh, but yeah it's it was just beautiful to see you know like at the end at the end of it all he uh, he was interviewed and he said something that really uh, really touched my heart you know he said that he wants to inspire people or more people to run because, you know, when you run, that you make the, the world a more beautiful place. And he is so right. You know, he is so right. The world really looks different when you're out on a run. And it's like there is no greater joy for a runner than to actually... Everywhere you go, everywhere you travel, that to actually take your running shoes and go experience that place that you're going one kilometer at a time. On foot, like just experiencing and absorbing all of it little by little as you run through the cities or, 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 you know, vineyards and uh, different places. Like it doesn't matter. It's the most beautiful sport. Uh, obviously, I'm very biased, <laughs> but it is the most beautiful and the most flexible sport because it does not, it doesn't require much. You know, it requires just a good pair of shoes. And the willingness to get out to run, okay? That is all that is required. Yeah? So he, um, actually, one of the, one of the things that, that I will take with me to different races is uh, the slogan that has been going around the internet which is that no human is limited okay he said no human is limited because the limitations that we have are only set in our own minds like we create our own gel and our our own um, blockages we are the only ones that do not allow us to move forward that do not allow us to actually put on those shoes and get out for that run or even take that extra mile. I mean, I've known people that say, I run, but I only run five kilometers. Like I can't do anything else. And like the minute they say, I can't do anything else, obviously they're not going to do anything else. Okay. So the limitation is already set and it's clear and you're sending that signal to your brain. So your body is has nothing else to do but to respond. But when you set yourself free of limitations, like Eliud did, the world is like it's 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 an open area, just like kilometers and kilometers and kilometers to to um to to experience one one run at a time. So, so I tell you, you know, I know that uh, having Elliot actually complete that amazing challenge um gives us all of us runners really a lot of a lot of imagery that we can take to our own races you know like he smiles at the end of the race his uh his positivity at the end of the race his humility and and just like all of that amazing characteristics of a great runner and a great person all of us all of us runners we're going to take it with us to our own races and we're going to pull the Eliud Kipchoge card when we need it the most you know at that moment when you're just like i don't think i can't you're gonna just pull the Eliot Kipchoge card and you're gonna smile through the pain like he does because that's what he does. He smiles through the pain, okay? And you're gonna smile through the pain and you're gonna say to yourself, no human is limited. And then you're gonna push through and make sure you make that goal as well, whatever goal that you set for yourself. So we all runners are very appreciative of Elliot and the, and the and the role model that he is for all of us. And with that, my fabulous listeners, I thank you so much for sticking around into the end. I appreciate you and your time. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I'll see you around. Mm-hmm. Ciao.